What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into your first official episode of Jology. Now, your host today, me, Jordan, and every day, we're going to kind of talk about a few points today that I kind of want to go over and some things that have recently happened that I want to talk about. So, let's get after it. What's going on, guys? And thank you for tuning into Jology. Now, today I want to talk about a couple key things that I feel may be important with some recent experiences and things that have happened in my and my wife's life. Let's get after it. All right, guys, let's get right into it. So, with the recent events I was talking about, with things that have happened in my wife's life and my own, we both were positive for coronavirus. Now, with that, I want to say it was very mild, luckily. The worst part about it for both of us was the body aches. The body aches were the just so awful. I felt like I couldn't move. I felt more sore than I ever have in my life. Now, with that being said, it only lasted about four to five days, and then it surpassed, and luckily now I am all well, and so is my wife. But I went back to work about two weeks ago, and my wife went back to work today for the first day. Now, she has taken about seven tests and all came back negative or positive except for one. And that's why she is back at work today for her first day back at work. And I'm so thankful that she was able to go back and everything worked out the way it did. And with our experiences, you know, we, she was a very avid mask wearer. We do not want the vaccine and that is our choice that is something that is very opinionated that we will not get into because it's everyone's opinion and it's your choice and at the end of the day I don't I don't care (laughs) uh and then continuing on with some recent events so my wife and I got into a little argument my wife's name is Michaela and I will refer to her back and forth so as long as you know her name is Michaela you'll understand who I'm talking about so Michaela and I were talking the other night because we just do and just about the future and things in general and kind of things like that and one of the things that we kind of have talked about for our future that we kind of dream of doing is to eventually you know 20 25 years down the road is to sell our house all of our assets and buy a bus a van or something of that sort to just drive and travel the country and it seems kind of cliche but that has been my goal And my dream for many years now, as was moving to Florida, which is where we now currently live. Growing up in Iowa wasn't really, it seemed unrealistic, but here we are, and so the drive continues. But with the future and the dream, with kids renovating our house, and then the Volkswagen bus traveling the country and all this and that, you know around the age of 45-ish, you know, it, it, it's hard to believe and it's hard to work toward, but it's something that you have to want, something you really have to believe. And with my wife being home for over a month, it's something that she really felt the effects of, something she really got down about, almost depressed. It, it was hard to see the future and hard to see that, I mean, the current to where we are now, the things we have achieved and succeeded in. And with that being said, we got into an argument over that because she was saying things along the line of we there's no way we're ever going to succeed in these tasks because we just can't. And I know she doesn't think like that. I know just sitting at home for a month straight, not leaving the house, it's going to get to you. And it's 
it's one of those things, I, I know her so well, I know she didn't mean the things she said, so the things that she said were not hurtful at all. I just, I know she got in a bad spot, and I had to reassure her and be there for her. But she continuously felt, and at the time was saying that, we, these things are not achievable, they're unrealistic, there's no way we will ever succeed in these tasks. And I, I it, almost, it did upset me for a minute, and I, I kept telling her, why? Give me actual reasoning why these things could never be achieved. And it's one of those things where my motivation and my mindset came into play because I did not believe anything she said at all. I have believed in myself, us, her, our dreams for the X amount of years we've been together now. And it's one of those things where no matter how much anyone could say, it doesn't matter if it's my own wife, my mother, my sister, my kids, my friends, anybody could sit here and tell me that I will not achieve certain things. And I, I, I don't believe it because it's not true. I believe in whatever you set your mind on, you will achieve. Even if that is the case of something that is more difficult, something that takes years of effort and work toward. As why my wife and I moved from Iowa to Florida with practically nothing and we, a year later, we bought a house, and we're very sustainable, we, we, I mean, we, we're having no issues, we did struggle for a little bit down here, but we got through that, we worked through it, and now we're doing fine, and the thing is, most people I listen to podcast-wise, I watch on TikTok and listen to their stories, they're rich, you know, they're doing all these things, they're making so much money, that's not the case with us, my wife makes $15 an hour. I make $10 an hour plus tips. There, We are by no means sitting here giving you these stories and getting rich. We are your average people. You know, we're, we're humble. We are very thankful for the things that we have. But, And I feel as we are now and continue to grow, we are successful. And that's one thing that I, I kind of want to talk about with this whole subject is... In my head, the way I see things, we are very successful. But we are nowhere near where we want to be and where our goal is. And that's okay. Success doesn't mean that you've achieved every goal. Success means whatever you want it to mean. To me, it means that I've climbed the ladder. I've climbed the ladder all the way to the top, but I'm still only halfway there. I I heard that quote the other day, and I, I love that because I've gone from the bottom all the way up to where I now feel is the top, but I'm still nowhere near where I want to be, but that doesn't mean I'm not successful. I make $10 an hour, and I feel like I'm successful. I started off with horrible credit, and I worked my way. I did research, and I figured out what I needed to do to work my credit score back up to where it is now, to a point where I could buy a house with very little money down with my wife. I did what I needed to do to save up money to be able to move across the country and get out of the I wasn't even in a situation, but I'm going to say the situation I was in. My wife and I basically live on our own when we were in Iowa living with two other roommates and we were only spending $300 a month on rent a piece. So to be able to do what we're doing now and sustain and be comfortable, be able to do activities and start renovations and save money, it's crazy. Because if you think about things like that, a lot of people struggle making more money doing what we're doing now. A lot of people can't have the blessings to buy a house 
let alone buy a house, do renovations, save money, work every day, and have time and effort and things like that. And it's one of those things where it, it, I, I believe it's all a mindset. It's it's one of those things where you have to really want it. How bad do you want it? Because I, I think in my head, no matter what it is, you can overcome, you can achieve all if you want it bad enough. And I see that with anything in life, doesn't matter what the situation may be, unless obviously actual disabilities and things like that are in play, but still that only limits you to an extent because it's how bad do you want it? I've seen so many success stories. I've read so many success stories. And like when I read books, I read memoirs of people that I look up to like Greenlight by Matthew McConaughey. I absolutely adore and love this book because it's about recognizing the green lights in life, the goes, the, the take your chance. And then Steve-O's memoir, where Steve-O came from the slums, came from nothing but being poor and being a drunken idiot and a drug addict and growing into the amazing person that he is into he is today. I absolutely love it. And I continue to read more and more things like this, and it does nothing but motivate me and drives me more and more because I know I can do this just as you can and anyone can. It's just how bad do you want it? And... I believe the fact that the things I've been through and the things that I've seen and done and had to do to get to where I am today, and my and my wife too, the same where we both are today, I see that as why we are where we are, the, the actions we had to take. We moved from central Iowa to Florida, to Clearwater, Florida, never being in Clearwater. I've only visited Florida once for five days, three years beforehand. Never seen the area, never been to the area. We booked an Airbnb for two months, moved down, and took the chance. We had no clue if it was going to work or not. We took, all we did was fill up everything we wanted to take with us in the car, everything else we sold, we brought our two dogs with us, and that was it. And it was, it was the most exhilarating, scary, crazy times of my life because we had two months to get jobs find a place to live and make it work in an area we've never been. We didn't know anybody. We didn't even know what to do. We, we don't, we don't have professions. We don't have careers that we were already working toward. We could have done anything, but it had to be enough money to get by and it had to be a reasonable amount of time so we still have a work to home life you know because I, I we do want to spend time with each other and we want to enjoy Florida for what it is so it's just insane the whole aspect of it we were very lucky the way everything panned out and it worked out so well and we had very little knowledge on things like wanting to buy a house a year later like we have now we had no idea where to even start with things like that. It wasn't even a, a thought process. And it's just one of those things where it all worked out because we were very positive. We did nothing but have a fantastic look on the way things were going to work. Like we had nothing but faith in everything. And with that believing in yourself, that having that faith is something I feel like most people lack. They're, they're scared. You know, they want to stay where they're comfortable and comfort is great but if you're comfortable I don't feel like you're uh, you're pushing yourself as much as you should be and 
don't get me wrong, comfort is good for a period of time, but when you extend it yourself, I mean, I guess that I don't, I don't know if I truly believe that because if you're comfortable and that's where you want to be, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But to me, I want to continue to push myself every single day, no matter what it may be, whether that's yesterday, I sat on the couch and watched two movies that I've been wanting to watch for a long time. That's pushing myself to watch movies because it's very hard for me to keep attention because I have so many other things that I think about. Or if that's going to work, but before I go into work, I do the dishes. Or if I mow the yard and things like that. Like It it could be little baby things and then work yourself into bigger things. You turn it into a habit where instead of watching TV for four hours before I go into work, I get up and do things around the house, keep, keep up on the house before I even go into work. And then the next day, find other things to do instead of continuously, just, just as an example, watching TV, eating food, going out to eat. Instead of going out to eat every day, make yourself dinner. It's little things like that, that you don't really consider to be that big of deals that help you so much. It pushes yourself and something that my boss has taught me that I'm very thankful for at work. He does nothing but push perfection in all of his food and making food in the preparation of food and he has such a deep passion for love but and he's very hard on us and it's if you've seen the show hell's kitchen it's a lot like that during certain days where we are getting yelled at and talked down to like that but for the right reason for the reason that he wants not only at work for us to do perfect things but if you do it at work where you spend a lot of your time you will implement it into your day-to-day life and at first, I kind of thought in my head, I was like, nah, that's kind of bullshit. You just, you just want everything done right. You don't want to fix things. But then as I worked more and more, I see myself doing more and more of this stuff outside of work where I'm, if I spill something, I clean it up right away. If uh, the way I'm cooking something, if it's not right, I don't want to do it the wrong way. And, I, and not only cooking, but in many different ways. And it truly has had an impact on me in ways that I didn't truly think it would. And it, it's one of the, one of those small things where like, like I said, like instead of watching TV before you go into work, push yourself a little bit to, like I said, do the dishes, put away some laundry, clean. And I don't do all those things. Do not get me wrong, but it feels good to have those things done to be constantly doing those things instead of sitting around and not progressing to me. Cause that's what my goals and what I want to do. What I want to do and the way I see myself is completely different from everybody. Now, if your goal is to get off work, sit up, sit on the couch, watch TV and drink a beer, then do it. You know, that's, if that's what you enjoy and that's what you want to do, I encourage you to do that. I want, I, I've yet to truly meet anyone that I despise and hate. I used to have that hatred for everybody, but within the recent years and kind of my mindset changing with every, everything going on, I truly look at things and I tell myself, this is, it just, it's, it's built up pension that I don't need. I've just let go of everything. I don't let anything get to me because it's just, it's not worth my time. And it's just holding me back in, in ways that I, that it just, I can't really comprehend in my brain. So with the whole hatred thing. Now I kind of want to wrap up on this topic, but with the whole hatred thing, I understand not liking someone, you know, someone at work, someone from home, someone from school, well, whatever it may be, someone just out in the broad public, but whatever it is, whatever it may do, the amount of hatred that people have for others with 
how much energy they put into it, like they feed into drama, you know, someone says one little snarky remark and you just go off, you have to release so much steam to relax. And with that being said, it just takes so much energy when it's so much easier, just let it go. Whether that person bumped into you, they said something, they did something that you may not have liked. I don't know saying let people walk all over you, but I'm saying just learn to let go. It's okay. It will pass. I think we're going to wrap up on that, finish that for today. Thank you for listening to this. Jayology. Tune in next time.